This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Well, the New Zealand International Science Festival returns to Aotearoa Dunedin from the 8th to the 18th of July with another huge offering of activities for the whole family uh, and during the school holidays too. There's going to be a full program available to us later in the week, but we thought we'd take a wee bit of a sneak peek with Festival Director Dan Hendro joins us this morning. Morena, Dan, lovely to have you with us again. Morena, Jeff. This is uh, an exciting time for you as you get prepared to to launch uh, what is um, imagining a very very busy program of events. Yeah, very much. This this is a uh, really exciting week for us. We uh, we do have our launch um, of the program in the Star newspaper come Thursday with everything going live after that. However, what you have been doing is uh, drip feeding us a little bit of uh, in terms of what's part of the festival as a way of I guess getting us uh, excited about it because. Boy, oh boy, it's been a busy year back-to-back of festivals, hasn't it? And you must have been encouraged, I guess, by how other people have supported the festivals that we've seen so far. And now we've got to get ourselves amped up again to make the most of another one with a local focus, as it necessarily needs to, to, to be at this time, of course. So give us a wee bit of a clue about some of the events that you're able to tell us about so far. Yeah, absolutely. So we've really had to, you know, we've got, a, a, as always, a, a huge local focus, but we've also had to rethink what we're doing um, with our international status. And one uh, key special event this year, or special exhibition, is uh, we've been working with the British artist Luke Durham, who has an incredible exhibition with a four-metre glowing orb of the moon and this is this is something absolutely spectacular that we'll be uh, launching during the festival so this is a chance for us to kind of get up close and personal with uh, with uh, with the moon of course so many of us were out the other night I imagine you were too Dan absolutely checking it out paying it attention and there was quite something quite magical wasn't there about knowing that all across the city all across the country people were were looking up at the same thing which is just part of our life every day but we're for some people we don't know much about. Absolutely, and and this exhibition is is particularly special. Uh, Luke Durham had been uh, working with NASA to uh, get a high-resolution photo of the moon that he's overlaid as a skin on this glowing orb, so apparently it's absolutely spectacular. Where are we going to see that? So this is in partnership with the Dunedin Symphony Orchestra's uh, venue at Hanover Hall, so just downtown. Lovely stuff. Speaking of venues, you've got quite a few this year, Dan. Yeah, we do. So uh, I had a quick uh, count up just before, and we've got 34 venues that we're working with. And within the city premise, from basically the Octagon to the Otago Museum, we have eight. So we're, uh, we've created a walking trail where you can, you can walk around the city. In 12 minutes, you can go to eight different spaces. Yeah, isn't that the great thing about this city is that uh, you can navigate it on foot pretty much and and it's great that so many venues have become available for you to be able to use in this way. Um, I imagine, Dan, that uh, you're as always wanting to encourage you know the, the next generation of, of people who are interested in science and want to support it or be part of it. Is there a, a youth focus for parts of the festival this year? Yeah, absolutely. So we've got a new and improved uh, website where you can basically go on it and you can uh, select the category of uh, ages that you are looking for events. And so you've got kids, tweens, teens and adults, making it really simple to say, hey, I've got a five-year-old, where, where do I want to take them on that day? And so we've got the whole range uh, from young kids uh, with lots of kind of uh, story times under the moon and such to uh, 
teens and tweens where we've got virtual reality center and, and a gaming space to adults where we've got a whole uh, series of events for them as well. Um, we've seen, I think, of those of us who've got the, their copies of the Otago Daily Times this morning, um, some exciting news around an exhibition in relation to the Dunedin study. Yeah, absolutely. So we've been uh, working closely with the uh, Dunedin study over the last about six, eight months on uh, the exhibition that they are re-releasing. So they uh, they did the study, obviously it's the Dunedin Longitudinal Study that's world famous, and they they did their first exhibition in Toitu back about four or five years ago. And this is, this is an updated uh, version that they are now doing. And uh, it's launching today and staying there, I believe, for a couple of months in the old Smith City gym. So come uh, check that out. It's free. We've got some some local characters who um, do a lot to promote interest in science across the city. And, of course, the wonderful Amadeo is one of those at our um, Otago Museum and, and across the city and other events. He's going to be busy across the Science Festival, I imagine. It's absolutely incredible what that guy does. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. And, uh, yet, yeah, so he's he's involved in probably about a dozen events across the festival, um, including the uh, the very popular big science show where he's, he's the main uh, character there doing all sorts of mad uh, science experiments and explosions. You've got, um, of course, the opportunity these days to use technology to touch base with people who aren't in Aotearoa Dunedin. And uh, ahead of the festival, you've announced this uh, series of uh, scientist Zooms sessions. Yeah, so this this is a new initiative by us where we wanted to um, inspire the next generation of scientists into... Um, into, into science essentially and we thought well rather than uh, keeping it just local we'll expand this across the country so we've got about 50 uh, schools uh, lined up so far and uh, f- we've got four speakers all of them highly inspiring the first one is a space systems engineer who's currently working on uh, some rovers that are looking at going on Mars and uh, her story and background is she always wanted to become an astronaut from the age of about four and her parents encouraged her and she's she's early 30s now and hey she's doing amazing things we're going to have a chance to pay a visit to our indoor forests learning about the wonderful natural world through hands-on science activities with the Otago Regional Council too. Yeah, so this this is a new initiative again uh, where we thought, well, it's it's a little bit cold in, in winter in Dunedin, so rather than just encouraging people to go outside, we'll bring the forest to you. So this, this is essentially a uh, forest of a couple of hundred plants and trees that we're putting into the Meridian Mall and uh, doing a range of of hands-on activities over that time. We've also paired that with the Ministry of Environment's um, Our Climate Future exhibition. So there's things there for kids and grown-ups the whole time. Now, of course, you have a wonderful relationship with the University of Otago. They're running their Science Expo on the 10th and 11th of July. Yeah, and this one here is an absolute standout. It's a cornerstone event for the festival where essentially the entire science division opens their doors and allows uh, kids and families to explore science through hands-on activities. And, And this one's phenomenally popular. It's four or five thousand people through over that weekend. What's planned for opening night of the festival? Yeah, sure. So the opening night is uh, something a little bit special this year. So we've got you know a couple of formalities, but essentially it's a um, it's a casual uh, chat between our patron um, Helen Anderson and uh, the Prime Minister's chief science advisor Dame. 
Juliet Gerrard and Rod Carr, the chair of the Climate Commission, looking at the big uh, challenges the, the world and the, uh, the country face um, in the future. So for those of us who have just got a little bit of a taste this morning of what's coming up, uh, we want to start planning our festival. We're going to have a full program available to us later in the week. You want to basically get on top of it on the website, right? So scifest.org.nz is where you'll find all your up-to-date information. Yeah, that's right. And and uh, I guess one of the uh, the good things about the, uh, the program going live is people do purchase tickets early. So this is something that every year we get people saying, oh, we missed out, we missed out. So we do encourage them to jump on. On, on Thursday over the weekend and start booking their tickets. Yeah, it does appear that in these uh, in these uh, COVID times and this focus on on things local, uh, that, that perhaps some of that, that trend that we've seen in the past about people being a bit reluctant to get their tickets ahead might be shifting a little bit because we realise we, uh, how lucky we are to be out there and enjoying these things, being able to participate in these festivals. Uh, and yeah, we don't want to miss out. That FOMO is starting to kick in. Yeah, absolutely. And, and just on that note with uh, COVID we obviously do have a whole response system in place and so if something does hit you are uh, able to to get those refunds as well. When you uh, put these festival programs to, together what is it primarily that you want to leave the community with? I think for us it's really about inspiring the next generation and saying hey this is really interesting and it's really you know Understanding about how the world makes or how how the world ticks essentially, and and realizing that science is integrated into everyone's life through everything that we do and see. We have seen so many strong science communicators come through our city. We're seeing younger people being being much more articulate in that space now, aren't we? And and taking away kind of the white lab coat aspect of it and being out there, citizen driven. Um, science projects across the city, um, collaboration between schools and and other entities. It's an exciting time for science. It absolutely is. And, and like you say, citizen science is just absolutely amazing. There's some great initiatives um, across Dunedin and across the country with citizen science engaging schools, youth and, and the general community as well. So, New Zealand International Science Festival, 8th to 18th July. That is not far away now. Here we are on the 1st of June. Um, and Dan, you know, no doubt there's still plenty for you to do ahead of the festival. What's your priority right now? Yeah, sure. So, we're, we're um, launching our program this week. So, that's uh, that's number one priority. And then after that, maybe uh, take a bit of a breather and uh, just making the rest happen. All right. Get on board with it, won't you, listeners? At scifest.org.nz. Start planning your experience now. And as we've heard, there's plenty for the whole family to be uh, immersed in during the course of this festival and the festival's website is going to be really helpful for you planning that experience too. Uh, Dan, thanks so much for joining us. All the best in the lead up to the festival. Thank you, Jeff. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.